Hello. Hello. How's it going? Good. Are we it's going? It's Monday. It is Monday. We're proactive. Yeah. Um, let me just make sure that's all set up. Okay. All right. So we're... Last week was heavy. Not heavy, just... It was passionate. It was passionate. It was real. You basically I think. just ran away with the podcast. <laughs> I guess I'm not trying to. I'm run not trying away to. This one? No, I'm not trying to run away with this one, and I'm also not trying to have what I said last week not stand on its own by like justifying or rationalizing or explaining anything. But I do want to be clear about something. I think Is the, this part two? No, I just think that. It comes out of, there's a respect for scope of service and scope of practice. And if we don't honor that, then we can do a lot of damage. However, even though it might not, even though a topic might be outside of your scope of service or scope of practice, you could still become a student of it mm -hmm. and positively influence and encourage others around you to join you on the journey. And in many ways, that's kind of what this is. Um, so I just want to be clear, it's, it's, there's not this like protective thing of like, well, you know, tab protector or stuff like that, where, you know, the gatekeepers and there's a lot of that in the fitness industry. Yeah. I think it was clear and, that you're not, no, but you said nobody owns the space on any of those things, but scope of practice does matter. Otherwise, what are we all doing? So, yeah. Yeah. So we thought we would have a little bit more casual perhaps a little per personal of yeah. a chat this week mm -hmm. and we're kind of going back and forth about what we wanted to talk about that was light but also maybe enjoyable to listen to and i don't know i feel like i feel like we don't really do the surface level stuff all that well well i think sometimes it does come from a place of like we keep saying us talking about like our personal stuff is that really no like, big, like no that that's not really matter. helpful for the listener like that's not like okay that's an interesting thing unless you have some really crazy or interesting story which sure but other than that then it's just listening to someone tell a narration so we thought we would though use some of our personal experience um today to, to kind of talk about new beginnings yeah We've both had a lot of new beginnings, which is kind of interesting. And I, when you said that, when you brought that topic up, I think there's obviously a lot of places it can go. Um, and I think we, when, when you started talking about what you were thinking about, it was very different from what I was thinking. What were you thinking? Yeah, I was just thinking like, I do feel there are people that maybe look at opening a business, let's say. It's like, oh, like I couldn't, like that's, wow, like... You started something new from zero, from nothing. Like, that's scary. Like, how do you do that? That kind of thing. And sort of demystifying some of that in a way. Like, starting starting something from scratch. Mm -hmm. But you were also thinking about it in terms of, like, starting a new life in many ways. Like, mm -hmm. a new um, endeavor. Yeah. And I don't think they're... There's definitely overlap there, but... I think there's overlap. Uh, I think where I was approaching it from 
And I was just kind of thinking, okay, what's kind of current and relevant? And I've been out of the army now longer than I was in. Mm-hmm. And that's like a big thing. There's, that's kind of a, yeah, I mean, that's kind of a big thing, you know, because quite literally it was starting a new life mm-hmm. again. Going into the army was essentially a new life. Uh, and then getting out, it was like, this feels, and it, and sometimes it still feels like sure. an entire, like a new life. Um, so that's kind of where I was kind of looking at like, okay, well, I know there's people, people come to between the years, they do events cause they're looking for something. They're looking to find something new within themselves that they can include in their life. There's a, there is a lot of, maybe new beginning isn't the right thing, but ne- another chapter, another phase. They're looking. But do you mean that people come because they're kind of, I don't want to use this word, but like bored with what they're doing? Or you mean they do it in concert with something new happening? In no, them? I think some people are bored. I know for a fact some people are bored and they're like, you know, this, there's just got to be more than this. Which is crazy. Like if you do look at just for a second, like... When you look at our lives and how many new beginnings we've had, there are other people who have like the same life for ever. They yeah. The same. And again, like not right or wrong, it's just amazing how like some people are seeking that, like changing things up. Something yeah. I mean, new. I guess that's the thing. It's like the question that I would then say that if I'm, you know, this is the question that I've asked myself. How do you, what do you do and how do you start a new life when you're in your 30s? Like a brand new life when you're in your 30s. Do you think that a lot of people are in that position? Other uh, than the veteran space? Um, Although, I mean, yeah, I think there's a I lot of people, so. when you even look at marriages, there's a lot of people that don't, who maybe, I don't want to use the word should, but who would like to start a new life. Relationships maybe, and professions right. are the biggest ball and chains that I experience with clients. Yeah. On the external side. But people don't take that leap to change because yeah, they're it's afraid. Like, and, and that doesn't mean necessarily divorce and it doesn't mean, um, you know, a marriage or anything. It could be, you know, a toxic relationship with somebody else, friend, family, coworker, blah, blah, blah. And then profession thinking I'm spending all of my emotional, mental, physical energy on something in an environment that I that provides me very little joy and satisfaction, but provides stability, which is where people sure. Struggle. So that's where I think then, if you're looking at a new beginning, mm-hmm. you better get clear with what success is. Yeah, and looking to find that, and that's where it's not. It doesn't mean you're gonna slash and burn your entire life. Okay, the veteran, the veteran population definitely has this reality coming hopefully Mm -hmm. the hope is that you get a chance to start a new life that's really like if you don't get that chance you know it's not a good thing so that's sort of inevitable and so looking at for whatever this new life is and if and if you're outside of the veteran space of course it could be i mean um a, a, a parent who's son or daughter leaves the house Mm -hmm. it could be a 20-year career person who just said hey like we've got a robot to do your job now right bye bye 
It's like, well, what the fuck? Now what? Right. People who don't get to make that choice. It's made for them. Right. Yeah. And so looking at, all right, what does, what does success look like? And success in the, in a previous life could have been financial stability, financial fitness, right on, like without a doubt, providing a lot of professional athletes, their goal is to provide generational wealth. That's a major, major goal mm-hmm. across a lot of, especially in the NFL. So with that, with perhaps one bucket of success accomplished, but then this, you know, kind of existential question of what the fuck is the meaning and purpose of my life moving forward? Well, let's chop that down into what does success look like now that you, you know, have this. Yeah. And I think that's the the two main things there. Like if the question is whether you chose it or it chose you, like starting anew, two major pieces to like really dive into are, yeah, what what does success in your life look like? Like what do you want? And back to like who are you? Because when I think that's obviously the thing we've talked about, especially when it's taken from you, if you're you don't know who you are and it's wrapped up in that job and mm-hmm. you lose your job. That's where things, instead of it being an opportunity to start something new, it really feels just like, you know, you, you don't know what, what that even looks like. And I are. think that, yeah, I agree. And I think that you also don't have to have, it doesn't have to be, new doesn't mean elimination of old. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe in some ways it does, but it doesn't mean that like, you're going to quit your job and go from corporate to entrepreneur. Like it doesn't mean that it's an internal state, a new beginning within you people who want to change. We say this all the time, but like, do you actually want to change? Mm-hmm. And if you don't at least like own it then, but if you really do want to change, that has to come within first, mm-hmm. you know? And that's the thing where when it comes to this new beginning, if we're looking at it as, okay, moving forward, and it's not because it's no end of November and we're doing some New Year's thing. It's because people generally engage with us because they want something new. And in some ways, it means a removal of something that's old, but it's very much like an internal thing. And looking at, of course, who you are, that's a, that's a huge question. Start asking yourself how you want to be mm-hmm. and observing the different components and the different pieces of the pie that encompass who you are because you're very, very complex. And, you know, there are different elements of you. You do have different roles. There are different functions and, you know, things within you. Right. So something you were an old, whatever we're calling it, old you, that might have satisfied a couple of them, but you may have not tapped into some of the other roles. And that's mm-hmm. like a concept you've been reading about lately, like yeah. the different roles of the person. So when people say like this part of me, like it's yeah. actually yeah. like a real thing. And I think that's probably where it's scary for people to make that leap. Like people want to change, but that territory, those new roles, it's so unknown to them that it is, it is scary. Like who am I in this new role? Um, and, you know, I think you, you saying that about five years I was kind of making a joke, but not really about like what the, what the multiplier is on like, if you're in five years, how many years it actually takes you to like move on. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, so like if someone was in for 20 years, you know, it might not, they might never fully move on, but it's not a, none of these things, even if someone loses their job and it's a quick, like, Hey, you're done, you're out. That doesn't mean that the next day they're able to just flip a switch and, and no, make the change. So, but that's where I think people get hung up because rationally it's like, well, this is new. This is what I'm doing. I chose this. But like, it's not just that once you choose it in your mind, your whole body and everything goes along with it. It's a process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think the part of the part of like the multiplier, you know, and I said to you before we clicked record, like, I, I know, I know there's people out there. Do I personally know and have proof and have they told me? No. But you interact with enough people and you observe enough people and you know what the deal is. There are people, especially in the veteran space, who were in from maybe, let's say, 18 to 22. They did a three, four-year infantry gig, uh, you know, got out maybe as a specialist, not under exactly the same types of, not the same conditions, but it was kind of like they were just done. They were a kid. Mm -hmm. They basically went to college and graduated, except Mm -hmm. their college was in the military. Then they grow up. And they connect to some things. They start to have. They start to recognize some of the value that was there all along, but was hidden. And all they saw was maybe a shitty squad leader who crushed them. But when in fact it was like, "Hey man, clean your fucking room. You're living in a mm-hmm. pigsty with pizza boxes and monster cans all over the place." Like, and that guy was an asshole because he was doing his job and trying to raise you essentially. There are people that spend the rest of their lives ruminating on a, on a very small percentage of their life. Mm-hmm. Four years, five years. You could spend the rest of one year. I mean, that's kind of the stereotypical, like, you know, high school football player who. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that. Like the glory days, but. Yeah, the not glory days. And it's like, oh, I missed it. And it's like, yeah, you know, all this, all this stuff of, I wish I never got out. And I've had those, ex- I've had those feelings for sure. And Well, the problem is also when you look back, everything, there's a lot of nostalgia. You, you don't yeah. remember. I mean, and that's true of many things. I mean, I think that's one of the hard things when people are faced with thinking of leaving, like, okay, this relationship isn't healthy. I know it. Mm hmm. What really sucks people back in is all the nostalgia, all the picture photo moments that aren't the everyday, but that's a real emotional tie. So, you know, I think that's where, you know, you've talked about it with the military or I've talked about it with working for CrossFit. Like you think about all the good times and you selectively forget that 90% of the time, but I think that's not that. And I think that's, that is a major um, there's a psychological component to that where you go back and I, and I, and I will actually give myself credit for this, where knowing that like, you have to have the full spectrum, you have to have the good and you have to have the bad. And I think, um, I think being an athlete actually taught me this all along. And I never knew it. And it was like, you can make one good play. Or you could have one bad play, but like mm-hmm. it's the it's the sum effect of, right. of all of them, right? Or or your seasons or your games and stuff. And it's like it's so easy, it's so convenient. It provides 
a false sense of comfort and security and basically as a coping mechanism to say, man, it was awesome. And like, I'm sorry, anybody in the fucking military knows. Yeah, there were some awesome days, but like, don't you dare forget about the absolute dog mm-hmm. shit days. Yeah. And from a, from, from a, from a, how this applies to anybody, it's the same thing of recognizing the bad, the negative, the evil within you, as well as the beautiful, sure. the joy, the love. Everybody it's all both. of it. Cause you're a, cause you're a human. And, um, you know, that's something that I think is, is important for people who are maybe on the cusp of a change or in the right. cusp of a new beginning and where what's pulling you back are those pictures. Mm-hmm. What's pulling you back are those sunny days. And not to say you're going to then focus on the bad days and say, going to go forward, but like, don't exclude any experience sure. because you start cutting off parts of yourself, literally capital S self, mm-hmm. you're going to do more damage than good. And then you're never going to be whole and you're never going to move forward. And, um, you know, that could be, that's then you're just stuck in this constant loop where then, yeah, what's the purpose of, and, and where's the meaning? It's like it, finding purpose or answering the question, what's the meaning and purpose to something does not, is not found in the past. Yeah. And if you're always looking at the past, that's, you're looking in the wrong place for meaning and purpose. Right. It can contribute, but it's found in the present. It's found in the pursuit. And it's definitely not found in the future either. And that's true of people who go through their whole lives and they're like, you know, they get to whatever age and they're like, what the f- what what is going on? I, I just squandered this. to get this. to something and then, then what? Yeah. Yeah. So, what else? Well, so this is a new beginning. So the, so it's funny though when you say that is like, I think, you know, the gym is like, how do you feel like opening the gym between the ears? I mean, that started a long time ago, but it really wasn't, I feel like now it's like a a new beginning. Like you spent Mm -hmm. five years in transition. (laughs) Like that's the other thing. It's not, it's not like you just turn the page. There's like, there's like a lot of pages of like getting to the next real Mm -hmm. chapter. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, but I, but I think like when I look at you or, and you're even like when you talk about when you were really young, you know, there has been like this foundation of like really who you are and you've obviously learned a lot and you've gone through a lot of a kind of a big evolution as a person, obviously, but you know, that, that work like is, is the really important thing to be able to then even in the challenging times stand up like this forward progress. So like for you between the ears started six years ago as an idea but like only now I feel like this is like, okay, new beginning number, whatever mm-hmm. for you, because you had to get through. Yeah. I mean, between the, years, the thought of it started when I was in the Q course. Yeah. And really it wasn't called between the ears at the time, but it was, it was applied to the competitor program. Yes. We won't talk about that, but don't you think some of that, I mean, that did come from, that came from well before the military. That came from you reading books as a weirdo six-year-old. Like, go on, go on, go ahead. Don't pull any. You no, said you I just gonna... mean, I just mean, from a very young age, you've always been a deep 
thought. I mean, I'm serious. Like yeah. a very, like, analyzing, you know, whatever introspective person. Mm-hmm. And so that can be challenging. Yeah. I, mean, I think your time in the military, as you've said, like you kind of turned those off, which I think was... Turned what off? Well, you were like, when you had to, you turned a lot of the switches off of like feeling. Yeah. So like even, I don't think you turned off like introspection, but then it was like you got out no, and you I had to try to turn them all on again. Yeah. The thing was, is like, it's like trying to prevent, it's like in the cartoons and they try to prevent like the geyser. Mm-hmm. Like you can only keep it down for so long. Yeah. And so, you know, the other thing, though, as a kid, um, yeah, I was definitely strange uh, in some of the things, introspective, deep thinking, you know, didn't really, wasn't like this really extroverted kid. And you might look and be like, wow, yeah, like, you know, you were like, I was like, I would read a book about samurais. Mm -hmm. I probably didn't understand. I didn't understand 99% of the words, but I would like look at the pictures and do this and do that. And I just want to be honest in that you could hear that and say, like, yeah, like, oh, well, maybe you know this, some of this stuff, or you, you know, it, it, it served you well in pursuits moving as you sure. grew up because you had that. And while yes, but the other thing, and again, taking the good and the bad, I was also a very depressed kid. Mm-hmm. And that was something that, I struggled with for my entire life to still struggle with it. And so I think one of the things when I look at like, well, why was training? Why was high, high level athletics? Why was special forces? What was it, you know, even in terms of like working for, you know, a, a big, you know, kind of good corporate firm, like why was it all of that? It wasn't for the accolade or the the um, yeah the recognition or the, the recognition or just whatever that comes with because I could I could give two shits about that. I think it's because it made me feel more alive. Like it made well, me you know there like was expectation pressure. Yeah, there was pressure. There was and it got me out of that depressed state. To some sort of action. You had to yeah, action. Yeah, 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 and that's some of the stuff that. You know, certainly Julian and uh, and Richard over at StrongFit uh, talk about when it comes to movement, and that's something that's been that's been awesome. But and so that's when I realized, like that was there all along. So some of that introspection, yes, it was it it served you know whatever would come later. But but would you say you know who you are? Like, did you do you always feel like you've known who you are? Yeah, I I do. I mean, you're you're going deep. Um, I always I I felt that I knew who I was. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't answer it, mm-hmm. you know. But it's a feeling, and I think that's the other thing. Like we ask questions and writing, and we you know have this and I have right. that. Who are you? Doesn't mean you can write or articulate Not, it. But no, just, yeah. and it helps to communicate with language, and it helps to have words and language capture images because that's mm-hmm. all words do. They capture images. Mm-hmm. And to, to formulate these things. But when you know, this is not a rational no. Mm-hmm. This is a, a, yeah, a feeling, feeling of so, knowing it. But I felt like I could not be who I truly was as a kid. 
Right. So you knew who you were, but you weren't able to act on it. Yeah. Like I was. You had to repress it. Yeah. I had to repress it. I had to justify it away. Um, There was shame and embarrassment. There was like a taboo element to it in many ways. There was guilt. Um, Yeah. There was some dark shit. Well, but now, I mean, what? Uh, It's not new to me. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, I think what my point in all that is, I don't know which is worse, people. I mean, I think my point in that was the the most challenging time was when you, yes, when you repress that stuff, either by way of when you were a little repressing it because you felt like you couldn't be that for whatever reason, or, for example, in the military, when you repressed it because you couldn't, you had to be focused on where you were and not allow all those feelings to be. But I think that's the danger with people who maybe steer away from new beginnings and things and instead they just repress really who they are and that's really common and sad I mean it truly is I think a lot of people don't have that feeling or maybe they once had it but they don't have that like innate feeling good and bad of like who they are Mm -hmm. like you know we talk about the entrepreneurial stuff and I guess like, you know, thinking back even for myself when I was young, like I always felt independent. I always felt like, sure, I can do that. Like whatever it was, mm-hmm. not, not to your point last week about like you have a dream and <laughs> okay, come Phil on. last week said on the podcast, there was a line that of course, Olivia latched right onto it when she was listening. Something about like, the point was you can have a dream to be in the NFL, but the reality is you can dream all you want, but. There's certain things that Look, are unrealistic. And yes, that was your point. I, I don't want that taken out of context. I'm just kidding. It was within context, absolutely. It was just funny how you how you set it up. Yeah, I just, I, again, I just don't want that taken out of context. No, it was about that there's certain things within, you can, people should have dreams. They should have hopes and dreams. I could say I want to be an Olympic swimmer and dream that and that's not going to happen right but you could feel like an olympic swimmer in the pool yes and that's, that's the fine thing. it's just i might not go and compete in the olympics probably not right uh, not with your mechanics <laughs> anyway my point was within the scope of actually being able to do things like yeah. within reason yeah that feeling of like yes like I'm going to do this. I'm a risk taker in that way. Like I can do it. I don't, I'm independent. And again, those come with good and bad things, but Mm -hmm. like I've always known that regardless of the situation, the context, relationships, the gym, business work. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't just because you know who you are, it it certainly helps, but it's not always either like a, well, that's also, that's not the action, right? Like you could feel that. Like, I know who I am. Like, for example, when I was a kid, I felt that I knew who I was. Mm -hmm. Felt it. But I wasn't, I didn't allow myself. I didn't think I deserved it. I wasn't able to to express it and to action it. 30 years later, I'm going to make up, I'm not going to make up for it. But that's what this is now. Yeah. This is me not repressing and stepping forward and being who I am and trying to share that. Um, And again, that's not 
doesn't mean parties and balloons and high fives all the time because sure. it's it's challenging it's and, and that's you know that's the thing but um yeah, that, yeah that's and i guess for people the the small steps in that action and that's we're not this podcast isn't about like quit your job and start something new or whatever it's just really like there are new beginnings in you can have new beginnings in many ways it's not just your job or your relationship or, right but looking at things as an opportunity and like asking yourself like yeah am i who who do i feel like i am and am i expressing that right now in my life and that could be your relationship with your kids it could be cooking it could be it could be so many things i think you know but looking at new beginnings it could be monday morning <laughs> you know it doesn't have you could to. turn on a dime you could turn on a dime right fucking now and i and i think that you know to not i'm not defending what i said last week about you know just reality is you know whatever but like you can decide right now you can press pause and say i'm going to turn on a fucking dime and establish a new beginning mm -hmm. and it and and that doesn't mean that you're there but making right. that decision within and then you're going to find it in that first step and then the second and, and, and everything like that. And so, you know, I think that's the thing too, where it is an internal thing. It is a choice and it's one that you can make and you can decide. Um, and frankly, like stop thinking about it. Like, no, like know it, feel it kind of, you know, be it. Um, we get all fucked up when we start analyzing it. <clears throat> and of course, I get it. It's complicated because I'm all overanalyze as a way to prevent myself from expressing. Mm -hmm. Well, because you risk, there's a risk profile. Yeah. You know, there's a this, yeah. there's a that. There's you know, for example, the gym. It's in far. You know, it's in a very small town, kind of off the beaten path. There's the demographics. Yeah, you can this find and that. all the reasons not. All to the do reasons something. not to. Yeah. All the reasons not to. And I think what's we see a lot of people take that they decide they want to, and to your point, yeah, then they. They either take the first step and then they just go right back. You know, like that's really what's sad because then you're, yeah, it take it does. The first step is sometimes not the most challenging, you know, it's like the second, yeah. the third, continuing to move yeah. forward. Um, yeah. Cause you know, that's any new, like even something silly, like a nutrition challenge, everybody signs up everybody's in i'm in i'm in i'm in week one. Oh yeah i'm crushing it and mm -hmm. then like where'd everybody go mm -hmm. even with like i do think there's a lot of people who want to reach out engage maybe see what this gym's about and it's not a judgment it's just like there is a lot of like yeah like just uncertainty in it there's fear there's uncertainty um you know i i think i i know those are prevalent especially in you know, especially when you start asking people to, you know, be honest. Sure. Some people have never, haven't been honest in years, in decades, ever. And that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. There could be, a, there's a, perhaps they're a very or, real yeah. reason why they haven't been honest. Mm -hmm. And if you go back, of course, this is like blindly just, you know, kind of talking, but you're surviving. Mm -hmm. You lie to survive. Right. And, I mean, and that's right now. I mean, we've talked the survive versus thrive. Like that's obviously been like the theme. of Yeah. And your body. And here's the other thing. Your body. And this isn't just like woo woo shit. This is real stuff. Physiologically, psychologically, neurologically. 
it goes back to the added or the the classic example of the garden hose or the snake. Your body lied to you. It wasn't a fucking snake. It was a garden hose. But you had all the reactions that you had all the reactions. You know, Um, so so that's the whole thing with like yeah the the body obviously has a a a wisdom we can't fathom, but it also has the job Mm -hmm. of protecting you. Right. And if it means you're going to get it wrong, but you're going to be safe, quote unquote, in the meantime, right, right. Of, you know, yeah, you better believe it's going to do that. The same thing, you're, you're, here we go, you're driving. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't text and drive, but if I'm texting and driving, <laughs> you're driving, you're looking at your text, you're doing this, you're doing that, and then you see a red brake light ahead mm-hmm. of you. You're slamming on the brakes and it's just like, it doesn't even, you're so far away from it perhaps sometimes, but like what happened there? You didn't consciously think I'm going to get in an accident. Mm -hmm. If you looked up and paid attention, you would realize like, oh, like I still, I have to slow down, not slam on the brakes. I'm about to get into it. Mm -hmm. So when we psychologically lie to ourselves like it doesn't i just i just i guess i want to be and by lying to yourself you also mean like repress ignore turn off yeah convince yourself that like no 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 rationalize i mean that's the thing like there's a lot there's different it 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 takes the form of different um it takes the form the form is different the essence is still like well right and there's yeah i was just thinking about numbers of examples but so that's where some of the journaling comes in. But there's people that still can't even really journal openly and honestly. I know, but the hope is... No, I know. I'm just saying, like, so some of those things, and I could see the point being that you were making, is that can seem very scary to someone because it's kind of like when we talk about some of the athletes, and it happened to me as well, like, when you're training all the time and your muscles are, like, really like over maybe overdeveloped or just firing all the time there's constant work like if you look at the games athletes Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call that when they stop doing that shit's gonna unravel because right now it's just all like yeah if nothing else changes right if they don't and and that was my case with my back kind of i stopped training as much and like the muscles weren't there to just be you know, squeezing everything together. And so it like reveals some of those weaknesses. But like, I think that's the same in this case. I mean, you're, you're sort of holding everything together, prying that picking, like letting down your guard can sound really scary to someone. So if I start journaling and I start being honest now, shit, now I'm looking at this and this and and that's where it can be really overwhelming for people. But at the same time, if someone is interested in starting to, face that in in a positive way it can be like small steps to start doing that it's not all at once where it's like here we go no and that's where you control the the depth to which you go yeah and there are some people who when they start journaling you you know it's very very surface level and that's natural you know think about how often do you spend in true honest thought with Mm -hmm. yourself for, some, for many, because of life's demands. And again, this is never a judgment against the character of somebody. Mm-hmm. 
I get it. Life is busy and, you know, especially as a caretaker, as a service provider, as whatever it might be, the pace sort of demands that you shut yourself off first or you serve yourself last. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, that's, that's natural. That's common. That's super prevalent, especially when success is also the societal success, which Mm -hmm. demands the individual abandons who they are. So you start journaling a little bit, and at first it might just be describing a state of mood or a general atmospheric for the day. If it's fucking honest, awesome, beautiful. Today was really sunny out, and it felt really dark inside. Done. That's it. If, if, If that's honest and if that's your thing. Likewise, wow, like it felt really good to blah, blah, blah. You know, hey, being honest. Keep going, though. And that's the thing, like years, I mean, it has to, it's something that is, it's constant. You don't water a plant once. Right. Right. You have to keep watering it. And, you know, that's the thing with, with being honest with yourself. And it, and, and if it's just one sentence, if it's just one little thing, you don't know what that one little thing can do for Daisy chaining it to the next thing mm-hmm. and the next thing and the next thing. And that's the single step. You know, that's the, if you were to start a new life, you don't have it completely figured out. You're right. going into this, you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, like you're giving me the eyes. And I'm, and I'm, well, it's just I'm, funny because that was, that was kind of with between the ears. Like you wanted the whole thing. But you can conceptualize it. Like, let's just say you're 35 years old. And you're like, I want to start a new beginning. I want a new life. There can still be 99.9% of your old life present. Mm -hmm. But if that 0.1% changes and it's within you, good. You're making some progress. And, and, And that's the thing I think that's important. So instead of saying like, well, I'm 35. Well, you know, you've been create, you've been building this. And you've been building this life for 35 years. We'll just say for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You think in 20 minutes, it's going to figure it, you know what I mean? And like you, but, but that but, is sometimes people's expectation sure. with a lot of things. Well, of course. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I think that's the point to your thing about journaling. It's the same with workouts. People don't come in here and day one, you're like taking them to some deep place. No. It's, it's a workout. No. I mean, yes, yeah. we are not. It's the degree to that which that person wants to go, and it's a process. It's not therapy. Yeah. You know, so. and that's what I keep saying. It's like, it's not therapy, but it can be very therapeutic. Right. Individual clients, same thing. Like, it, it, it's going to depend really also on being able to have a conversation and just understanding, okay, how deep do you want to go? Mm-hmm. And there are some who want to stay at the surface. Mm-hmm. okay you know right. there's some who get there's into the no pool and they never get their hair wet yeah they never you know it's just belly button and down okay and then there's some who are fucking doing gainers off the high dive yeah and and everybody in between and so you know i think that's one of those things that um looking at your own kind of like new beginning thing uh you know it's an opportunity to truly be who you are yeah. and and find that out and yeah and last yeah. week the the last thing I'll say is just you pointed out, you know, we are in one of the unhealthiest places we've been in societally. 
And there are so many resources. There are so many tools, things at our disposal. And in the same way with this, there's so many opportunities for that quote unquote new beginning for people in everybody's life. So just kind of, I think is an interesting lens to approach your life with in an exciting way, a positive way, a learn about yourself way. Like doesn't mean you're going to leave a profession and open a, like you said, a small business. Um, but yeah, just kind of encouraging people to look at that. And it, it, one of the things about though, when you do start something new, there is an excitement Yeah. always, whether it's like nervous excitement and positive excitement. So like in that feeling is important for people to have. Mm -hmm. So, you know, trying to find that in something in your life. Yeah. And kind of like the flippant thing is like anybody can start anything. And I get what that quote mm-hmm. kind of says, but like, mm, not, not a, no, like, sure, it's possible, but, but there's a lot of people who, who don't because they know what starting it means. Right. And that's then where you're like kind of the dog on the leash and that's the repression and that's the playing it safe and holding it back. And so if you are someone who is starting something and like you decided to cut that leash like celebrate that and be proud of, and, and try to be proud of yourself and honor that and be like acknowledge it because every time you do that you're you're filling up your fuel tank a little bit because it's gonna be hard like going like starting a new life is gonna right. be fucking hard and every time you make a little action or a little step or avoid one of this or that, like be present, aware, and celebrate not necessarily what you did, but the why you did it, yeah. how you did it, and 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 how what that represents as it relates to you, who you are. And those celebrations are little deposits of like, all right, little energy, yeah. little energy. You're filling that tank up. And you're going to need that because it is a long journey and it is a hard one. And there's a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Um, And so, you know, I think that's that's obviously a a thing to remember as you go forward. Yeah. Well. So. I was just going to say, if you want to do a physical workout, that is that. I feel like we could uh, we could throw out like a little workout, you know, like a little yeah, experiential. What do you think? What are you gonna do? You're asking. It's got to be long. That's that that part of it. That's why you know some of the stuff to create physical experiences that give you the space and time to feel also what it's like. You know, that was a cool thing with the Vector Project that mm-hmm. just finished up this weekend. People were like, uh, w- one of the guys said that he had that same kind of. Right before a football game, mm-hmm. you know, as an athlete, like, yeah. ooh, like, this is real. It's like, yeah, you feel that. You start. You're feeling awesome. The sun's coming up. It's like right on. And then it hits, mm-hmm. you know, an hour or two. Yeah, I in. think those kinds of, and that's the one thing, the events you've done in the past have that feeling to them because they're not highly technical. Mm-hmm. But you have to stay in it. You have to kind of go through. I remember talking to Chris Hinshaw at the games, you know, and one of the things he was talking about was how CrossFit athletes don't do things long enough to really go through a, 
a, a range of emotions. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, that's CrossFit's a 15, 20-minute workout, whatever. Yeah. Um, so something that you're not going to get in your own way with. And it's not just going to be a flash in the pan. Something you're not going to get in your like, own way Like, get focused. Like, for example, I wouldn't pick something that I struggle with as a skill because I'd be so focused oh, on that. Oh, no. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I was going to say, you know, like a, like a two-hour walk or something. But... Yeah. I mean, we talked about this the other day with me swimming. Like, just a place to be steady yeah. and... and have some thought, have some space. And right now I feel like, you know, we've been meditating mm-hmm. and most times we meditate. I still have, I've definitely feel so much better with meditating. Like, Do you? yeah. Yeah. Cause we went through a course with the spring meditation with yeah. Arden and it was like, it was like giving you permission to like, just, it's fine. Like if you think or whatever, it's yeah. you're not doing it wrong. Right. And I need that. But I will say, like, I have a moment within the first few minutes, at least, uh-huh. and then maybe, usually it's in the beginning, where I have that, like, anxiety of, like, things I could be doing. Like, not things I could be doing, but I'm really just sitting here, like, yeah, kind of thing. And I think that's where, and if you ask me, like, well, what, what is it you have to do? It's not like I actually have a list of things that I'm like, oh, like, I have to be somewhere and pick someone up. Mm-hmm. It's just that feeling. So I think giving yourself a little bit of space and time, an hour, two hours to do something is helpful for a lot of reasons. Yeah. But like it has to be long enough that you're not just on to the next. Yeah. And I think that's the thing with like some of these events and some of these different things. It's like, you know, not that like do hard things or, or whatever, but for many people, you know, if the emphasis is just on the physical, could easily say like oh that's not hard enough or oh it should be harder or if you're coming up with something for yourself like oh is that hard enough and it's like there's events there's the the very first engagement remember yeah the, the, or the engagement yeah. the engagement event i was like i don't know okay i think this it's is actually long and people it is not hard it is it's not hard physically it is agonizing yes though. there yes. is an there is a sadistic element to it and i've been told that as well as seen it and experienced it and it's like because because it's right in front of your face how we put we so going back into expectations a little bit we put expectations on these things Mm -hmm. and then when they're completely opposite of what you know the external thing was or what the expectation was it's like oh and that's the kind of dose of reality so when it comes to like not doing hard things or, or doing hard things or making it harder this like you know this is a lot of the whatever i'm not going to go off on a tirade but for a lot of people the hardest thing that they'll ever do is put themselves first mm-hmm. in, in, in a situation and so with the meditation it's like so you are putting, you're spending 40 quality minutes with yourself. That has a slew of all of the benefits. Mm-hmm. Nobody doubts. I don't think anybody doubts the benefits of meditation. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you do, okay, whatever. But really what it is, is you're not going to prioritize yourself. Right. That's the hardest part about it. Well, well my schedule. That, this it's that, but it's also wanting to actually be still with myself. 
And that's where the, you know. Yeah. But, but if you but don't you do get, that, if you can't be here now, like you asked me that shit when I was going to go back into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where it's like providing, like one of the guys on Saturday told his family, like, this is what I'm doing. And I like it, that resonated so much. Just like, okay, like I can exhale and I'm giving myself this space to not have any of the distractions or just just be still yeah. i mean still in a mental way like not having that on yeah the next. it's okay to prioritize yourself and that's the that's the double-edged sword people and myself and this is like 10 fingers pointing back at me well i want to do good for other people it's like okay but you're gonna do your best for other people mm-hmm. when you're your best right. but you know if i rewind the clock 30 years to what I was saying before, mm-hmm. oh, okay. It's not exactly a shock then mm-hmm. that you're, that um, you know, that I would struggle then with taking care of myself or, you know, belief, confidence, all that stuff because some of the, 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 the deeper, darker stuff. Yeah. And so... So yes, if you want to explore this, we encourage you to. If you want to grab you, an hour. Yeah, grab an hour. Walk. Grab an hour and bike, walk. You could yeah. bike, but like something where you're not gonna, you know, biking on a train or on an indoor bike, where you're not dodging traffic. You know what I mean? Like take take any of the distractions out. Yeah, go yeah. for a walk without your phone. Um, without yeah. podcasts, without anything, and if it's cold, put a hat on. You know what I mean? Like, don't right. like just just go and be an experience. Experience what it's like to be cold. Yeah. Experience what it's like to be uncomfortable. Experience what it's like to be at peace with yourself while you're moving. Everything. Be open to all of it. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we have announcements wise? I have no idea. All right, we're done. We're done.